VIP Access with Aniko. Yo, what's up and welcome again to VIP Access Podcast. This is where you listen to different African stories from your favorite African artists. This is Front Row Access, literally Front Front Row Access to your favorite artists, right? I want to give a special shout out to all the cities tuning into VIP Access, Nairobi, Dar es Salaam, Kampala, Dakar, Accra, Lagos, Abidjan, Port Louis, I see you all. And all the other people who are sending me messages, thanking me for this podcast, telling me how it's a great production. I want to thank you back for giving me this really great, you know, energy and feedback. And to be honest, it's always up and down. Like there are times when I didn't feel like I wanted to do this, you know, show or podcast. And that was a couple of years back around 2019. I kind of lost my creative energy and juices. But then come 2023, I was just like, I'm ready to go. Let's go. Let's keep going. <laughs> and I love this. So as long as I'm going to feel this energized, as long as the industry will keep you know, feeding me with good vibes, as long as I'm capable of doing this, I will continue doing it. So I want to thank everyone who've been part of this specific season. Even the listeners, you have been part of this season. Without you, we would not have had this podcast. So I'm very thankful. Season 2 had 18 episodes, which captured artists from different countries across the continent. You know, from Kenya, we went over to Uganda, we went to Ghana, we were in America. So it was amazing. It was a, an amazing season. It was so amazing that I didn't even know which one was my favorite episode. It's just like, and I'm not even going to act like what artists say when they, you ask them about a favorite episode. They're always like, oh, you know, it's like asking me. Which child do I like better than the other? No, I did have favorite episodes and I'm going to name drop them. So I really loved King Kanja's episode one because he is literally a true example of, you know, African excellence or a globetrotter, an African globetrotter who ends up somewhere in the world, but keeps his Kenyan and African identity intact. And in whatever they do, they keep representing the continent. I love that. I really loved Costa Ojong's episode. Oh my God, Costa is so amazing. It was just about how this amazing painter turned into a musician and just the way he speaks. It's almost like he's painting beautiful words while he's speaking. So that was a really great episode. I loved Vic West, you know, taking us into the mind of a producer, you know, allowing us to get into his mind and see how he makes the music. That was quite something. I really loved Senior Manasseh's episode because she's an amazing songwriter who's written for Grammy Award winning artists. And more often than not, we never see the songwriters coming to the front. But more importantly, she's not just a songwriter, but also a certified star and a musician and singer in her own right. So it was great to you know, give her her flowers. Episode five had Wangeshi and um, it was so amazing to catch up with her. You know, she was coming back from to having taken a break from an industry which sometimes can be quite draining. And I really loved the point at which she was giving advice to creatives and saying, make sure you take your time to recharge. So that was, you know, quite important. I really loved Nadra's episode. Brian Nadra is just amazing. You know, him talking about leaving Nairobi and deciding to go back to the village because as an artist, he's passionate not just about music, but also conservation, you know, really 
inspired me. That was a dope interview, not to forget that he's a really great speaker. And then was Emmanuel Gell's episode, which ended up being almost therapy to me and so many people who listen to this podcast. Getting into this interview, I thought we were going to talk about his music and having come from South Sudan and, you know, meeting amazing world leaders like Nelson Mandela. But this interview really changed my mind as to just what to expect in situations. You know, he started going back and speaking about being a child soldier, you know, speaking about those experiences like when they were so hungry and they would have a thought of eating a friend. You know, that's not something you're going to ask someone like, you know, but that came out of him. And then getting deep into trauma, you know, what are the signs of trauma? How do you know you have trauma and how do you cure your trauma? So that was a very powerful interview. Episode 8 had Flex the Paper from Uganda, who's a really amazing rapper and comes from Navio in the Meets Camp. So that was really nice to have him in Nairobi and to finally talk to him, get behind, uh, you know, his brain as well. And it was just really amazing to hear how important identity is to him and just how he would love to always represent his city and country. And I, I love that. It's just like a different way of being patriotic. And that was quite inspiring. Pilani Bubu from South Africa. Oh my God, this lady blew my mind. You know, she's a former marketer who, you know, got into music and is an entrepreneur as well. She has her company managing her and distributing her music and just her talking about having a different, you know, priority matrix for how she handles and manages her passion in music, design and TV really was impressive. I'm like, wow, I hope all the creatives who want to balance and multitask things are listening to this. Modaka, who said she doesn't have a plan B, music is it for her or nothing. I love these episodes as well. Modaka is currently the best female artist of Frima East Africa, you know, crowned in 2023. So it was really great to give her her flowers and to hear from her. Groovy Joe is an amazing rapper. You know, she's pushing boundaries with intelligent rapping, unapologetically a feminist to the core. She's like, all my videos have females and, you know, I love females. That's that. <laughs> Talking of feminists, it was really great to also interview Meryl Page. She's a friend of mine and I'm actually closer to her brother, Okinawa. And uh, I loved just her explaining to me her relationship with music, you know, from singing like a jukebox and being paid with smokies or chocolates in high school to using music as a form of therapy. You know, that was quite something and inspiring. I love to interview Olivia Ambani, who um, is a fellow sister in marketing and PR. She's also a musician. And um, I just love the resolve that she has. You know, she's just like, I can do it. Whether people validate me or not, that had to come to that realization. And that's, you know, why she's who she is and rolls the way she does. So big up to you, Olivia. I think this is also an important episode to listen to because she's also giving really good tips to anybody who's listening and wants to build a brand and wants to market their product or market themselves. So there's really great tips in there that I even learned from myself. Mandy was really cool. She's also a Kenyan rapper in FMC. And it's interesting that I even refer to her as a rapper because she actually says, said, don't put me in a box. I'm more than one genre. So even though she raps, she's actually a really dope singer. And in the episode, it also came out that she used to DJ before getting into music. So 
all these amazing stories, you know, at the end come out at VIP Access. Manifest from Ghana was super amazing. You know, his album Medina to the Universe, you know, is really amazing. And also says a lot about his growing up, his inspirations, what Medina, the place means for him. So I, I loved that. I really did. Kenyan R&B Queen Pryshen on the rise to fame was also a really dope episode featuring one of my favorite R&B singers from Kenya. She also runs her makeup company, Sean Beauty. And then she also is a founder of a community-based organization called Wazesha Initiative, which is aimed at empowering caregivers of the physically disabled. Wow, that's amazing. Motoria, oh my God, the music genius. Ah, I've never met someone this talented. <laughs> he's only 26. But if you see the list of things he's done, you're going to ask yourself, what have I been doing with my life? So at 26, Motoria has already produced music for Cook Studio Africa. He's been a sound engineer and music director for the likes of Saudi Soul. He's produced and co-produced major hit records for major Kenyan artists, including Saudi Soul, Anavokali, and Ben Soul. He's hands down one of the most talented Kenyans and Africans that I've actually had the pleasure to meeting. So no stopping Motoria. Check out his music. And episode 18 features another friend of mine who's great at doubling at, um, you know, music and dance and language. Bye. I really loved speaking to him and his story. So, yeah, actually, what did I do? I just talked about the fact that I have favorites on the podcast, but I ended up shouting out each episode. So I guess the artists are always right when they say, I can't choose. They're all my children. I guess all the episodes are all my children. <laughs> so this episode of VIP Access bonus show, this actually episode 20, is taking you to Nigeria. I'm interviewing Files, Scales, and Tubaba. All these are Nigerian artists who've made such an impact on Afrobeats, on African music on hip-hop. Pulse, particularly, is one of the most talented artists, you know, Nigeria has to offer. And creatives, you know, he's a rapper, he's a producer, he's a stand-up comedian. And I remember there's a line in one of his songs that he's the only rapper to have won an AMVCA. If you know, you know. So he really is a, a big deal. He's also a lawyer by profession. So I remember meeting Files in his home in Nigeria and this was following our working stint at Coke Studio Africa. So I was in Nigeria to work, to network with artists and creatives and the industry at large. I went over to Fal's house. And I think that was the time when Fal's had this huge record that was called uh, This is Nigeria. And, you know, the video was trending. I remember P. Diddy, you know, reposting it. I remember him going over to America and chilling with PDD in his house, discussing this video. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. So when I say that I'm giving you VIP access, it is really VIP access. So this interview comes straight from Fal's house, saying how he did, he made the record, how he ended up meeting with PDD. And you just won't get this story anywhere else. This, this is VIP access. VIP access. 
Hi guys and welcome to VIP Access with Aniko. Today I'm linking up with Nigeria's most talented and most versatile artist. Many of you probably know him from acclaimed albums like Stories That Touch that dropped in 2015 or Moral Instruction that dropped in 2019. I'm talking about the man who's a super musician, he's a super actor, comedian, he's a lawyer too. I'm very lucky to be with him today and I'm introducing um, Mr. Files the Bad Guy. Hi Files. Hey, yo, hey, yo man, what up man? That guy's in the building man, what up? What's really good? You're a musician, you're an actor, you're a lawyer, you're a comedian. You sing sometimes, you rap too, you write, you're a composer. Damn, like, how many personalities do you even carry? Man, there are many, there are many. Um, I like art. I appreciate and I love making art, you know, just art of any form. So be it music, be it comedy, be it film, you know, just any kind of art, you know, that really, 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 really appeals to me. And that's why I feel like no human being should ever should ever be limited. No human being should ever feel like, oh, I'm this and that's the only thing I should ever do. So this your personality at the moment is brotherhood? <laughs> but I told you, um, but I told you he's a very uh, wonderful gentleman. Uh, most people do look at him as though maybe illiterate, but then he's somebody that I do go to foreign school, but if you are judgmental, that's a problem, but it's okay. It's all right. Because I don't like Brother Taju. Why? I just don't. Can I get fouls? <laughs> <laughs> Brother Taju is a wonderful guy. <laughs> He's a sweet guy. The ladies love him. But yeah, you, you can get fouls. Fouls is here too. <laughs> okay, so congratulations on everything you've done. Big Break probably came in like 2015-ish, maybe end of 2014. There was one song of that project called Marry Me, featuring Yemi Aladi, and that song started to pick up and, you know, that was... Around the same time, I started to do um, all these like short, funny skits on Instagram and um, YouTube and whatever. And then people started to know about me and they were like, who is this lunatic of a person? What is wrong with this guy? And, you know, around the same time, the, the jam was buzzing. So that was when I think the big break started. Then in 2015, I now dropped Stories That Touch. That definitely cemented, you know, the entire thing and my place in, uh, I think, mainstream entertainment first film related thing i did i did must have been in like 2015 or so a film called couple of days and then after that very popularly i featured in a tv show called jennifer's diary that was a big one really big appearance and that also won me the amvca award for the best actor in a comedy 2016 i believe that was then you won another amvca amvca for um Best acting sports here and sports for my role in uh, the film called New Money. Amazing, man. It's amazing, you know, being able to get all these accolades. You, you never really plan for all these things, man. You never plan for all these. You don't set out saying, okay, I planned that next year, they're going to nominate me for yeah. here this year. It doesn't really work like that. You know, you just put in the work and hope that you, you get recognized. And when all these things come, it's amazing. I think there's a decent relationship between entertainers out here, and it's, it's good to see. You're also a lawyer and actually studied and have a degree and graduated from the law school of Abuja. Life we chose, I could have been in chambers. No regrets. It's not a pay pass. If you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I um, don't regret anything. I did practice for a short while. You know, even though it was for a short while, I, I did enjoy my time in practice. Law is something that I actually genuinely enjoyed. And of course, I come from a legal background. My dad and my mom are lawyers in the same firm. That was where I was practicing as well, the same firm. It was an interesting time. But 
at some point in time, entertainment started to pick up for me and it was almost like doing the two together. Was, at some point, I was being Clark Kent, you know, lawyer by day, rapper by night. You know, I transform, you know, when it's like 6, 7 p.m. <laughs> Take off the suit. <laughs> My superhero costume is underneath, you know, um, but it was, it was interesting. But at some point in time, I just sort of had to choose and choose entertainment, which I'm more passionate about. With the people around you, your support system, your family, are they okay that you're now, you know, doing what you want to do? 100%. My parents are my biggest fans. They've always supported me, you know, they right from day one. You know, they've never at any point in time stood against me doing what I'm doing. One sort of has to be careful, you know, with African parents, you know, because you don't know how they're going to take it. And yeah. the typical thing is for them to be like, never, you know, not going to do that, not in my house. But I mean, it wasn't really like that with my parents. It was, um, it was more while I was studying, they were more concerned about, you know, just me carrying through uh, with my education and not getting to any point where I felt like I wanted to drop out or anything like that. You know, that was the thing they were more concerned about. But of course, I uh, I followed through with that. I completed everything. I got my certificate. Okay, I'm a barrister. Address me with respect. Thank you, dear. This this is VIP access. VIP access. What can't you do? Swim. <laughs> <laughs> For real? I can't swim, dear. I never learned. It's really as in something that really hurt me, but I cannot swim. It's, uh, it's a very serious case. If you drop me in the ocean today, it's going to be a tragedy. Most recent album, Moral Instruction. And this album is really conscious in the fact that you're talking about the societal ills and kind of just making the people listening question some of the decisions they're making on the day-to-day or the society that, that they're living in. So is this the direction you're going to be taking or what prompted you to produce such an album? Like I said, it's art, you know, and um, I'm someone that is moved to make different forms of art. And at that point in time, January 2019, that was the emotion that I was feeling. And, you know, I, I had to convey that emotion in that manner. It was a very intense album. Definitely gonna <laughs> gonna have to admit that it was very intense. It was very in your face. It was very, you know, attacking. It was very, <laughs> it was very rebellious, you know, and bold and, and reactionary. But at that point in time, that was the emotion I wanted to convey because that's how I felt like everyone was feeling. And that's how I felt like everyone should be feeling, you know, or should have been feeling at that point in time. It was uh, definitely a very conscious album. What we were going through in the social political space, I touched on heavily on all those songs. And um, I'm glad I did that project. I think it's actually definitely one of my favorite projects. Mine too, actually. My favorite song is Hypocrites. And the video, you don't even have to understand Pigeon or everything. But if you see the video, you will actually understand, you know, what this person is talking about. And some of those things are happening in my country and I think in so many other countries. Some of these problems are actually African problems. And thank you so much. This this is VIP Access. Access. I wanted to talk to you about This is Nigeria. How did you come up with that? Was that your idea, your concept? And how long did it even take to shoot that because it was actually a lot happening on one set just like the original and it was so well done not like also in a way that was rushed and I feel like as an artist it's until you kind of you know put your thoughts in place and know how to represent them well it's until you do that is when people actually resonate and we saw the whole world resonate including like PDD who posted you so tell me about the experience of, you know, getting the inspiration and saying, I want to do a version of This Is Nigeria. 
at that point in time, I was already sort of writing some lyrics, you know, in that direction. I've always been a conscious artist, you know, so I've always been writing stuff that have to do with like, you know, what's going on around me. So I had those lyrics uh, in mind. And then I heard the song and I saw the videos like, this is an amazing record. And, you know, the way that this guy has shot this video is, you know, equally dope. And then I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and he was just like, you know, it would be dope if someone did like a Nigerian version of This is America and just, you know, just did it. This is Nigeria. At that point in time, I don't even think he knew what he had dropped in me. <laughs> but I just like sat back and I took that. I was like, oh, shit. that's it. And before the end of that day, I had written and recorded the entire track. So after you met your friend, you literally, after that, you went to the studio. Straight. I went straight to the studio. I got the uh, got the instrumental done. I um, wrote, like, the entire song and recorded the entire song. So everything was already done by that night. And um, I remember being in the car and playing it for my manager. And he was like, yo, when did you even get the time to do this? I was like, yo, I just did this today, man, straight up. And I think that this work of art is not complete if I don't have a video to represent what I'm talking about. You know, and I think a great idea would be to do almost like a parody type version of the original, you know, just in a Nigerian space. So I called up this guy, Prodi Jeezy. Big shout out to Jeezy. Dope, dope, dope filmmaker. And, um, I was like, this is what I'm trying to do. I shared the idea with him. And in like, I told him, guy, I'm trying to do this ASAP. And um, I think he was in, he was in Port Harcourt at the time. He wasn't in Lagos. And he came straight down to Lagos like the next day. And we planned this in maybe like t- two days. And the day, the day of the shoot, we were there like morning till night. And that was it. By the next day, the video was ready. Because he, he didn't really have to do any cut. It was one take, like, I'm not saying we only did one take. I mean, of course, we did like 100 takes. But when we got that one take, that was all we needed because it's literally not much editing work. So it must have been a lot of work to put together the set, the people, the choreo. Yeah. You know, the movement, the, everything was, you know, that was a lot. But, you know, that's what we do, man. It's our work. Okay, so when it blew up completely, did you expect this? I didn't see it coming, though. I didn't... <laughs> I didn't see it coming there. I um, it was Democracy Day, I think. You didn't even plan for it to be on this day. I didn't plan. It just happened to be Democracy Day that year. This was 2018, I believe. Yeah, it just happened to be, and I was like, okay, oh shit, great, great opportunity to drop this, and um, I just put it out. Then yo, you know, this this is everything that we're going through, and you know, this is how I've decided to um, express it. Sawa, and then how did it come to a point where you were even meeting with Diddy? Because I know he posted you and it was just really great to see that. And now I'm always telling artists like you better have your content dope because you really don't know who's who's watching or who might, you know, hit you up. Everyone Tell me. Watching, to be honest, everyone is watching. And, you know, you need to act like that at, at all times. And um, so, like you said, it, it just blew up. It just blew up. It was trending everywhere so many different countries and um it was it was moving really fast and before i knew it did he posted it up i was like oh wow what <laughs> i didn't even see that coming i didn't expect it it was crazy 
And um, I, you know, yeah, what they say, shoot your shot. I shot my shot. I was like, yo, appreciate, you know, you supporting your boy out here in Nigeria. You know, I happened to be going to the States. So I was like, yo, I'm going to be in the States. It would be dope to link up sometime. And he was, he's such a down-to-earth guy. He's actually such a down because he was just like, yo, hit me up if you're in LA. I said, don't worry, I will be in LA. <laughs> <laughs> I will be in LA, there. You don't worry about that. <laughs> so as I hit, so as I landed in LA, I hit him up. Say, yo, I'm in LA. Where, where will we link up? Send me the address straight <laughs> up. <laughs> straight up. He sent me the address. Oh I went there and we met up. It was, it was, no, it was, it was, it was really, really, really like eye opening, you know, just being able to sit with such an absolute legend, such an icon, you know, in terms of entertainment as a whole, you know, someone that has really, 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 really uh, set the pace for a lot of things. And, you know, we just sat down and had a chat. I got the chance to play him some more music. And at that time, I was still working on the Moral Instruction Project. So I played him some of the stuff on there, you know, and, you know, he just sort of shared some wise words. And um, yeah, it was it was a great, great meeting slash hangout session. Look at you. I told you guys only hang out with stars. This is so amazing. Congratulations again. This, this is VIP access. VIP access. What should we expect from Files? You know this, man. My surprise albums are always coming. So stay tuned. Ah, there's a surprise album. So you know that something special must come this year. Um, I'm working on projects. I'm working on, a, on an album as well. So... At any point in time, I may drop anything. Stay tuned, stay focused. Okay, so thank you so much, Files. I just want to say thank you very much for hosting me right here in your studio. It has been great to talk to you, and I do wish you the best in everything that you do. God bless your talent. Thank you for entertaining us all through and through, from your social media to the films to the music to each and everything that you touch, the tons to gold. Anything you want to tell your fans? Um, big shout out to everyone out there, everyone that's supporting Files the Bad Guy, everybody that's following the brand, everybody that's pushing Files music or Files content of any form. Just keep supporting, stay close. Something new coming to you very soon, okay? Yeah, thanks so much. Kisses. This, this is VIP Access. VIP Access. At the same time, I'm interviewing Tubaba at his 20-year celebration in Nigeria. I ended up hosting this event, you know, by flukes. I was in Nigeria. His team invited me over. The host of the show was late on that specific day, and so they asked me to host a show. I love to do it. It was a bit tedious and cumbersome because then I had to interview industry legends who were had things to say for Tubaba in their documentary, but then I didn't actually know who all the people were. So they would come to me and say, hey, this is um, so-and-so. Please ask them this and these kind of questions. But hey, I roll with the punches. I go with the flow. I wing it. So I did actually a, a really great job at hosting that event. And at the end of the event, I finally was able to interview Tubaba. Here's the interview. This, this is VIP Access. VIP Access. Hi, Tubaba. Honey, I'm good. How you feeling? I'm 20 years, man, 20 years. Uh, yeah, man. It's been an amazing movement. Um, I'm just grateful. 
I'm just full of gratitude now. And um, so many people that have been part of my journey. Me and you met a couple of years ago and you're part of my journey now. And you know, I'm just grateful and I wish make all of us the move. I want to say congratulations for everything you've done. You're such an inspirational person. And I was interviewing the people outside and everybody was saying how great of an individual you are, how humble you are. So in the 20 years of your career, what would you say you've learned the most? Well, I just learned that, you know, life is simple, man. You know, I never think about a problem. I only think about a solution. Everything. And that's why life is simple. No matter what comes up, there's a solution. There's truth and there's lies. There's straightforward and there's shady. And I've learned that, you know, you just have to face your thing. We're moving. You know, there's no time limit. Don't think that you, are, you and somebody are moving on the same speed. The only thing that is the same for everybody is death, is die. That's the only thing that's the same. All of us will die. Yeah. You know, but the rest... Now branch, now journey, the rest, that place where you branch. So don't ever think that, you know, oh, somebody has made it, oh, me too, I must make it. No, 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 no. Just move your movement. You're driving, face your front. The minute you're looking at the other driver, you have removed your eye from your front. You go get accident. So face your life, move. Life is simple. Let's keep moving. One love. The last question is uh, a lot of Africans credit you as one of the major contributors to pushing the Afrobeat sound and just the authentic African sound in this day and era, you know. And it started with African Queen when this song was the first one actually to be played on MTV. Did you know that? Well, you know, um, I always appreciate that. I'm happy to be part of, you know, the revolution of the new movement in music in Africa. Um, somebody I, I wouldn't want to take it alone. From Tanzania to Kenya to South Africa to just name it. There were a whole lot of people that, in that time, that made things happen. And we're moving and we're growing, you understand? And speaking uh, of all, MTV, Trace, um, I'm looking forward to Africa, our channel, our level, our our movements, you know. Um, I appreciate all these channels that came and boosted our entertainment. But I want us to validate ourselves by ourselves now. I don't want us to be validated by foreign channels anymore. I wanted to feel validated by ourselves because we had channels here, but Africans respected it because it was MTV, because it was, I mean, not disrespect to them. They've been doing big and all, and we just need for our own people to believe in our own stuff. And I appreciate all that. And, and that's, that's why I appreciate being part of the journey so far. And I'm looking forward to the next chapter of African Entertainment. This, this is VIP Access. Access. Where do you see the African music going the next couple of years? And where to Baba's music going the next couple of years? Well, I'm here there with a move to go, um, with a calm to go. But one thing I know is Africa's music is undeniable. It's been there. It's been part of what everybody has been pinching from. You understand? But like I said, we've never been accepting our own stuff. We wait for people to validate. Is anyone they validate that we take? You know, but it's been there. Everybody has been pinching from our stuff. There's so many things that is ours, but it's only when it goes out there and it gets recycled back to us. When I say, oh, this is it, you know, but we've been having it since and I'm happy that, you know, the spotlight is coming and I'm happy that the world is going to have the chance to really, really feel us now. And I think we should seize our stuff. We should have entrepreneurs that are willing to invest in our stuff. What is the secret to the longevity? I just think that, you know, I just try to do my thing and be straight. And then do stuff that is not based on the time. Do stuff that 20 years from now you'll be able to say yes. This, this is VIP Access. Access. For skills, I met skills at Cox Studio Africa and ended up being his publicist for quite a long time. We're no longer working together, but we really had a great run. 
You know, he's a really instrumental artist when it comes to the first Afrobeats crossover songs. When he had the song Shake Your Body, you know, that was one of the biggest tunes in Africa. And I remember us dancing to it in Kenya at the Carnivore. So meeting Scales, you know, having a conversation with him, just asking him what this song meant to him and what this song means to him was everything. Yeah, listen to these interviews. Quite dope. This, this is VIP Access. VIP Access. How far now, my people? Today, I'm very happy to be interviewing one of my favorite artists from around Africa. He's uh, one of the very key and influential Nigerian artists who has pushed the sound from a very early time. When Nigerian songs started to hit around the continent, some of his hit singles were among the first. I've worked with him and very happy to connect with him once again right here in Kenya, Nairobi. He'll tell us what brings him to East Africa, introducing none other than the hit maker himself, Mr. Skills. Hi, Skill. Hello. What's going on, everybody? You look nice. You look nice, too. I love your hair. Thank you very much. You're just experimenting still. I love it. I love it. So, Skills, congratulations on everything you've done in your career. You're coming from releasing an album. You're coming from releasing a slew of hit singles. When are you ever going to stop with all these amazing wins? Um, I I don't even know, you know, because I'm not in my peak yet. You know, I'm still on my way. So, definitely, it's just like what taking it one step at a time, and I'm sharpening my skills every day. So tell me about your mega single, Shake Your Body, because uh, we were dancing to Shake Your Body all over the continent, including Kenya, even before we knew the name Skills. I feel like this was a very huge song that cemented the brand of Skills even before we knew who the person was. So tell me about making that hit single and what it's done to you until today. Shake Body is actually like my breakthrough song. It was like a godsend song at a very desperate time, you know. And the song changed my whole life and it's still changing my life, you know, still taking me around the world. And for something like that, that, you know, I never thought that was going to be anything. And it's the reason why I'm still like there's still fuel in my tank. It's such an amazing thing. And, you know, I've been inspired to even do more stuff, to record more songs and to make more music and, you know, challenging myself every day. And I'm just curious you know, what makes you so calm, cool and collected? Because a lot of artists who are like top, top, top in Africa are like very hungry, you know, maybe doing some stuff like paying people, bribing people and stuff, but you're not like that. So how have you still managed to be on top of everybody, the chain, and you're still cool? Like you're not even doing some fishy business. Uh, majorly, most importantly, the love that I get from people. And of course, without a doubt, God, most importantly, because yeah, if you ask me how some things happen, I do not know. But um, I know that the love that people have for my music keeps me going because all I do is make music and just draft out a plan and you know the rest the audience my fans just show me so much love it's just really overwhelming i won't lie to you like till date i still get goosebumps when i receive so much love you know this this is vip access access what type of relationship would you say you have with your east african fans and also artists from this region you've done a couple of collaborations already even with harmonized fire waste is Currently riding high? Um, I would say basically it's like, because I see everybody as family. I don't care if you went out from the same blood or stuff. But as long as our energy aligns or there's a great chemistry between us, definitely I see you as family. And that's what happened between me and Harmonize. You know, me and him, they were like brothers. And I would probably have so many songs, probably up to an album recorded or something. It's just the vibe and the fact that every time we meet up is more than just oh I want to benefit from this guy now it's like love like we love we genuinely like I haven't seen that before you know we genuinely like each other 
as and I like his hustle. He, like he's really a focused and determined guy too, you know. And I'm, I've been helping out, and he's been helping out. And uh, definitely, you know, East Africa, I feel like it's home for me because I, mean, I was telling my manager, yo, don't you think it's time to relocate here? Like <laughs> the love here is different, man. You know, back home is like a jungle, man. You know, you have to be a lion. Everybody's a lion out there, you know. So. But over here, it's like, you know, it's different, you know, even from production to everything, you know, everything is just different. Uh, Happy to hear you enjoying your experience. And I wanted to ask about working with Nandi. She's uh, one of the top, top female artists from Tanzania. And uh, she sings ballads, like she sings love songs. And how has your experience been working with her? Is your song going to be a slow song or is it going to be a hit single? You know, Nigerians are doing the dance thing but she's doing the love thing so how's the song gonna be yeah the song is gonna be definitely there's gonna be dance in it and at the same time i'm going to compromise for her just like she's compromising for me to do stuff you know so it's just for us to like bring different ingredients that's why we're collaborating like she's bring she brings her style i bring my style we share ideas and just put it out there honestly and i'm a fan of her music you know and i'm covering one of her songs too that i really like so yeah even though, yeah, we're goofy together, like together, we, we're just always jokes, you know. But yeah, that's why we are able to make music comfortably. Like there's no tension in between us. There's nobody trying to be like, oh, I'm better than you, I'm better than that. It's all about, oh, what do you think is best for this and stuff. You know? This this is VIP Access. VIP Access. There's some artists who have been recording songs over and over and they've never had that one single which was a hit on radio or in the club or around the continent like you have. What would you say that they need to work on or they need to do you know to get to that level the level where you don't just have the one hit single but like you know several how do you get to this level i mean i would say um study hard you know like just study know what's going on around you even around you outside the world just know what's going on in the world and try your best to always work i mean me for me i have like probably 500 or more songs in my laptop or even a thousand i don't know but you know i'm always prepared i'm always ready like fireways recorded fireways last year september and we didn't release it till probably like july this year you get me so like i'm always prepared for every season every time i'm always recording so you have to keep recording because honestly there's no formula just record what you feel is good and be creative be smart with it you know be a business oriented artist that okay this is what i want to do you know stick into my brand but i also want to expose this part of me i want to show this part of me yeah i mean that's my own secret you know i'm still learning every day any message you want to tell to skills fans who have been supporting skills from day one from shake your body days I want to say um, a big thank you, you know, because I'm nothing without you guys. Most definitely, just like you asked me before, that I don't spend, I don't do anything. That's because of people like Skills fans, you know, that show me so much love to put me out there. And I want to say in whatever you do, you never take no for an answer. Never allow yourself to succumb to negative energy. Always be positive about it and pray hard. Make sure whatever you do, you do it excellently with all of your hearts and with a clean heart also. Yeah, stay away from drugs, by the way. <laughs> cool. Thank you so much, Kales. For me, it's been an honor to work with you, to be your publicist, to see you grow and, you know, do all the things you want to do and to celebrate this achievement every single day. So I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, where we're going with this brand because it's only getting bigger and better. So guys, we've had it from Skills and we're finishing off at VAP Access. So Skills is going to tell us how to say goodbye the Niger way. Niger way, yeah. My people catch you full. I'll go see you on a later, eh? But not too much. Bye. <laughs> this, this is VIP Access. VIP Access. I hope you enjoyed these amazing interviews from these artists from Nigeria to Baba, Files the Bad Guy and Skills. Special shout out to Cook Studio Africa, you know, that put me through to these artists. Had it not been for Cook Studio Africa, I would not 
probably have met and these artists in that very time and you know just formulated the good work relationships that I continue to have with these artists so I have to give it up to Cox Studio for what Cox Studio was at the time and continue to be you know, a culture connector an exchange for the continent music you know artists creatives not just the musicians but you know the dancers the stylists the fashion the culture Cox Studio is really and is really a cool show so yeah <laughs> I'm still earning my coins from the show so thank you so much for listening to VIP Access this week I'm hoping you enjoyed these amazing interviews from the VIP Access Vault this is a bonus episode of season 2 and I have yet another final bonus episode that will be launching next week. In the meantime, please go over to our social media channels and like, subscribe, share with your friends. We're on YouTube, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Boomplay. And yeah, we're on Instagram, Twitter and TikTok. Yeah, so VIP Access or Aniko TV, check that out. Otherwise, have yourselves... A great, great day and catch you again next week. Ciao.